previously no bullshit podcast. Meh. All right, damn it, Tom. Why did you say you knew where we were going? Now it's almost dark. We have no clue where the hell we are. Why did I let you assholes talk me into coming? Dude, nobody put a gun to your head. No, Tom literally put a gun to my head. You do know the Blair Witch isn't real, right? Mm, Tom, Tom really put a gun to my head. Wasn't even loaded. Relax. Once we find the witch, I'll ask her my list of questions, and then we'll leave. Okay? Okay, uh, Tom, you, you still haven't explained why you brought a damn goat with. He's been sick, so I need to keep an eye on him. Also, Jeremiah is always up for an adventure. Ain't that right, boy? Okay, well, I am officially out of trail mix, and I'm starving. Ugh, again. All right, I didn't want to have to do this. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! You just stab your goat? Shh, shh, it's okay, boy. We value and appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never had goat before, but... Jesus, Tom, we've been lost for two hours and you're resorting to killing your pets? Damn it, I knew I should have packed Dre's chloroform. <laughs> Did you guys just hear a bunch of kids? Like, like kids laugh? Like kids uh, laughing? Uh, Did you guys hear that? Research says that when individuals are in a psychologically traumatizing situation, they can... Sometimes hear faint laughter of children. Tom, there's no way that's accurate. Whisk, there are no creepy laughing kids in the woods, okay? Uh. Oh, I heard that one. Oh, man. I love kids. I'm gonna go find them. Whisk, don't. D- damn it, Whisk, don't, don't run into the woods. Ugh. Jeremiah says. I'm always up for an adventure. Good God. Tom, why are you wearing your dead goat's head? Not sure how to answer this. Whisk! 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 Whisk, where are you? Whisk! Fucking goat smells like shit. Why in God's name during a time like this are you making your dead goat's severed head talk, Tom? Come on, we gotta find Whisk. It's from the witch. Black Philip! Tom, that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, well I haven't seen it. Ah! Oh, oh, shit. Wes! 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 Sound like a baby name. Tom, Tom, it's coming from downstairs! Wes, we're coming, buddy! Wes! 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 Whisk! What? Whisk! Are, 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 are you okay, buddy? Why Why are you standing in the corner? You're really fine, man. The lady gave me some food and told me to stand here, so I did. Why are you guys a lot of breath? But, dude, we we heard you screaming and... Uh, wait, 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 wait. What lady? Why in, why in God's name are you... Why in God's name are you eating trail mix? Give me a handful! Jeremiah and I are starry! <laughs> I'm loving the goat head, Tom. Well done, well done. Thank you. Alright, no, damn it. Alright, damn it. <laughs> guys, 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 stop, stop. This, in- this entire thing is just spiraling out of control and this is so retarded. Ooh. Holy shit! Who is that? Hey, Greg, where'd you come from? That cool. That cool, cool? I haven't got time for this Mickey Mouse bullshit! 
Bullshit, man! Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Everything that guy just says, bullshit. 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 The Bullshit Podcast. They are going to die out here. They are so scared. Isn't that also a town in Indiana? Yes. Oh, Menster. Indiana. Mency, Indiana. <laughs> Have we cycled up yet? Are we all cycled up yet, guys? No. That, ha- no. that happens when you're around a group of people for a long amount of time. Don't talk to me for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm on an IUD. Is that what it's called, or is that <laughs> yeah. the explosive? Yeah, IUD. Yeah. I know one of them's you're an explosive, good. and the other goes inside you. <laughs> Welcome to the Bullshit Podcast. How you doing there, Dre? Great. <laughs> You're scaring her. Hey, can we can we now lay claim to being the only podcast where all the hosts are cycled up together? Ooh. <laughs> we're cycling. You call us out. What's <laughs> that could be our tagline. Some some call it the survival episode. We call it the cycle episode. <laughs> this is the cycle up episode. Like, Look uh, out, Tour de France. Here we say, come. I was going to say Lance Armstrong will be our special guest. <laughs> yeah, Tom misunderstood. He's riding an exercise bike as we speak. <laughs> he's got the Peloton because he's fancy. <laughs> Tom's got seven more testicles than Lance Armstrong. He's burned 287 calories already. Let's get hey, rolling. Well, uh, how is everyone? Hey, welcome back, uh, everyone. And yeah, we're we're going through a little something here. The uh, the cast of the Bullshit Podcast. And if you don't know who they are, up north we have Nate. Hey there, Whisker. Hi, it's me again. God, I sound so depressed. Andre. Present. This is the most normal intro yeah. we've ever had. I feel like he's just taking a call. We're the, we're, we're, the, we're the most bipolar podcast in the first 30 seconds you've ever heard. <laughs> up, yeah. north, up north we have Whisker available. <laughs> Here. Take it away, Nate. All right, everybody. We have another eventful, awful, terrible, no good show for all y'all today. But before we dive into that, let's throw it over to Mr. Whisker and find out what beer he's drinking this week. Yay! My and turn. Stuff. My turn. Okay. So as always, thanks to Psycho Stick, um, the geniuses behind such classic songs as Because Boobs, Orgasm Equals Love, Prozac Milkshake, Do You Want a Taco, and of course, one of my all-time favorites, Jägermeister Love Song. Ooh, that's a great one. Yeah, go check their stuff out. They're funny. Didn't you slow dance to that with your wife for your first dance at your wedding? No, no, no. My brother lost his virginity to Jägermeister Love Song, though. Oh, Pretty sure. He was drinking vodka, right? I don't know what he was drinking. That would just be sweet, sweet irony. Doesn't matter. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! It's not! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! So our beer this week, uh, yet again, comes from the badasses over at Founders Brewing in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it's their Double Trouble, Mm. like the like the movie, like the movie, yeah. Does it have like skin follicles from the Olsen twins in the beer? I don't want to. I don't now. I don't want to drink it anymore. (laughs) Uh, anyway. Ooh, got a little bit of Mary Kate in that one. Ooh, I'm feeling so <laughs> angsty. <laughs> this Imperial we all are. This Imperial IPA comes in at 9.4% ABV. Uh-oh. Wow. And touts a high 86 IBUs. Well, yeah, pretty high. You're just using a bunch of acronyms. I don't know what they mean. IBUs it's means tasty. it's the International Bitterness Unit. How oh, many, okay. The higher the IBU, the more bitter the beer. Can you use that for grandparents, speaking. too? Sure. Okay. Yeah, and IUDs as well. Okay. IEDs. Yeah. Like we were talking about earlier. Those are the explosives, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think so. So, uh, it's brewed with Simcoe hops, which kind of helped to initiate like a citrus buttery taste. 
to it or, or aroma, um, which kind of sounds unappetizing to some, but I think it's fine. I throw a full stick of butter in the bath before I jump in. So Yes, and that's not surprising to me at all. That's um, why your skin is so silky smooth. Yes, it is. Like a nine-year-old boy. It's also why I look like I have jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> that was you in the Black Christmas remake, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You were in Sin City. That was Nate. Okay. Everybody calls me Old Yellow. <laughs> he always smells delicious when he suntans. <laughs> so the beer's pretty, pretty pungent up front, but on the back end is what I like the most about it. So it's got a pretty smooth finish. But, yeah, that's double trouble. There you go. Don't get me out in the sun or I'll marinate, so <laughs> got to be careful. I smell turkey. Sis me, guys. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> Just, like, rub your bread on me after you get it out of the toaster. That's All right, everybody. Disgusting. Perfect grilled cheese every time. Yeah. So on today's show, we are going to dive into a very obscure subgenre, but one that is, I think, totally fitting to who we are and what this show is. Uh, it's primarily because Tom is a real human being and may or may not be a lunatic. But today, we are going to be discussing survival movies. So survival movies are those thrilling, traumatized films where humans are pitted against the elements themselves or something else. So I'm hoping that we can actually get to a point where we make a list, but who the hell knows if it's possible. Uh, but once we're done discussing these movies, we are then going to pitch our own ideas for survival movies. We are also going to check in with Tomas and uh, see if his sanity and ability to function as a normal human being after watching Dre's movie pick from last week, Funny Games, has left him traumatized. And then we are going to wrap up this incoherent nightmare of a shit show and once again play one of our newer editions of Bullshit Games, Six Degrees of Bullshit. Have we played this with Dre yet? We have not. Yeah, okay. That's why This is going to get good. This is going to be fun. It's going to be really good. I I think we only played with just us three, right? It was just us three. Okay. So let's go! Yeah, okay, take it easy, man. God, sorry. that's at the end of the show. Get oh, pumped sorry. on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get into the news. News, 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 All right, so this past week, Tom reached an impressive milestone in his life by graduating mm-hmm. from B school. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure what in God's name B school is or what one learns or does at B school. Uh, but Tom, you graduated nonetheless. So I'm sorry. I'm laughing I because guess con- congratulations are in order. And, and I, what in God's name is B school? I'm Tom, very proud of you, Tom. Tom, I'm proud of you. But before you start, I'm laughing because I can just imagine the entire time while you're in quote unquote class, you're bringing up the, the Cheerios B to everybody and asking about the Cheerios B. No, the the B is what sweetens the Cheerios. <laughs> Their commencement speech is just be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, get up. <laughs> Tom just... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what tickled Tom. <laughs> All I got to do is Tell me to get smash out. Dre. God. Man, I was going to say mine where he shoves a knife up his ass and tries to sting everybody. Oh, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right, we went off the rails real quick. I don't think I know what B-School is. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> Sorry, Tom, what is B-School? Uh, so I, uh, I, I, since I'm on the farm, we, we purchased some bees this year. I told you guys about that shit, like 10 episodes yep. ago. We yep. still yep. don't care, but um, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I well, care. Well, <laughs> long story short, if I want to be able to sell internationally and also, uh, rear, rear some Queens, 
and oh. you know basically basically make the big bucks i need town. to get certified as a as a b technician or an official yeah anyways uh he knows I, i'm Mercury. on i'm on the i'm I, I, i'm finally on the, on the on the road <laughs> sorry i'm finally on to, on the road to becoming a uh, a b master and uh yeah I, I i they they jump me forward a little bit because i know a lot about bees apparently apparently so that Harbor master just didn't work out, so right. you settle for B master, huh? I was gonna say, which classes are harder, harbor master or B master? I uh, haven't looking into the harbor master classes yet since I'm not near a lake. But that's why I was asking you earlier, Dre. Do you guys have a lake house? So would you like to be can... the harbor master for the lake house? Does he just Is that what you're insinuating? <laughs> just stands on the dock. He just stands no out boats. back and just watches the water the whole time. Still I'll keep no watch boats. for you guys until next summer. Nate was Nate was showing me one of his hookups to a lake house also. So I mean, I've got my options. I'm yep. keeping them open. But yeah, Harbor Master isn't far far away. But uh first first we got to do one, one one thing at a time. So I'm going to become a bee master and then we'll we'll move on. But it's it's really neat. I I enjoy it and I didn't get stung this time. How many times have you been stung? 13 in the past month. Wow. I I, I thought you Sweet. were going to just say 13 and I'm like that doesn't really even seem like a lot. Like, and like then you, you said in the past month. Like so. so that, that makes me happy. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want the, him the, to get stung? I, I mean, if you're a true bee master, I would say you'd get stung more than 13 that's, times. That's she just Come wants, him, she just wants like him to get hurt. rookie shit right yeah. there. She wants you all swollen oh, and thirteen. Has anyone ever been stung? I have. I have a bunch. A bunch of times. I have not. You've never I'll, been stung by I'll a bee? How have you even like, lived, I'll girl? probably swell up like Macaulay Culkin if I ever get stung really? by one. No, no, no. The, the, <laughs> you want us to Dre, cry the, over Dre, your Dre casket. That's what you're getting at. Okay. Put me in that little white casket. Yes. Dre, <laughs> yes that's, I'm, I'm, so happy, I'm, I'm so happy you said no to it. But honestly, Dre, like, so I had been stung prior to this month. But when I just got my tattoo a few weeks ago, it literally feels just like getting a tattoo. So it's not oh, bad. Oh, come on. Yeah. Then getting stung by a bee is nothing because you get stung once. Right. It's nothing. The first time I was ever stung by a bee, I was at soccer practice in kindergarten. It was for like the local park district league and a bee landed on my finger and I thought it would be cool if I went and did like a scissor thing with two fingers with the bee in the middle and he's freaking stung me. (laughs) Have you done scissors with three fingers before? (laughs) Yes, I have. That's like I'm not gonna, never mind. I, I forget that, I asked. You've that never question. cut two sheets of paper at once. I see. Yes. <laughs> that was when Nate learned you Nate's can't play rock paper scissors with keys. <laughs> you and your single if you were cutting motion, closely, ladies. Nate's a three finger man. So. Yeah. Scissor motion. Yeah. Scissor motion. <laughs> yeah, they, it's really hard for him to find gloves. I can just see Nate getting hot and heavy with the girl. He's like, da dun 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 dun. I call it the phone home. It glows too. Okay. Anyways, moving right, on. So, <laughs> moving on. All right. Uh, this past week, um, uh, Tom also went rogue, and without any urging or shaming from Motherfuck. anybody in the gang, he decided to watch a movie that is a classic among '90s babies. Oh, how okay, is this good. news? This yes, is news. this no, is big news. I'm so, I'm so happy about this. Okay, so for the first <clears throat> time, Tom watched Hook. Yes. So, Tom, mm-hmm. what did All you right. think? <clears throat> Are you ready, kids? Oh, God damn it. Say, come on. Aye, aye, Captain. Yeah, aye, 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 a
what, what? who kisses a thimble and fucks a fairy. Peter Penny, <laughs> a board to family in all fantasy. Peter Penny, if not uncle murder and children be something you wish. Peter Penny, <laughs> then open a window and flop out like a fish on a hook. Or I don't fucking know. <laughs> hey, it's his first song. Give him a break. Well done. Well Excellent done. Excellent work. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Well done. Well done. It was it was fucking all right. No. Oh. You wrote a whole song about That's an it. all right movie? It was all right. How hammered were you? Not hammered at all, actually. Oh. Uh so maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it as much. No, it was it was okay, but uh I actually sat the kids down. We watched we all watched it together. It was okay. Uh it's the, my least favorite Robin Williams movie. All right. Really? Yeah, he's kind of You a- liked RV better than Hook? <laughs> Please tell me. He's probably uh, seen you like fl- You liked Flubber no, I better do. than Hook. Hey, you shut your I... mouth about Flubber. <laughs> oh, okay, I've, n- I've never, I've never seen Flubber, so I can't, I can't compare. Uh, of, of the Robin Williams movies I've seen, it was like, it was probably my least favorite. I can't think of anyone off the top. He's of He's seen that three I don't like Robin Williams movies. See, <laughs> but see, like I agree with you. Robin Williams is kind of a puss in Hook, like. He end. is. Oh my God! The, he kid, no, thank he you. No, no, thank his you so much. Kills his friend. As soon like, as they throw a little, little red, red blush on his cheeks, it gets I would, lit. The, I would butcher somebody. Seriously, no, kidnap whisk, my kid. Whisk. I, I, I agree. Whisk. Like, what a fucking puss. He climbs up that thing and couldn't reach over to get his kids. Yeah, yeah. That irritated the piss yeah. out of me. That He's a lawyer. The shit yeah, out fuck of me. you, Robin. I also hated Julia Roberts' yeah. tank. Yeah, she sucks. Come on. I just hate Julia Roberts altogether. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman was pretty awesome though. He was. Yeah. I, I think that's what saved that movie. And then Rufio. Isn't Bob Hoskins so. in that too? He is. is that Hoskins? Yeah. Plays Smeed. Yep. Yeah, Smeed. I was going to say Smeed was my favorite, favorite character. Isn't if, it? if I would have saw this, if I, if I would have saw Shmee? this movie. Smee? Is it? Smee. Does he have a lisp? Smee. Is no, it, do no you lisp. pronounce it as if you have a lisp? Or is it, I don't know. No, no, no. There was Shmee. no list. Shmi. Okay. No, but he would. If if we would have done like Smeed. most uh, best best supporting characters, and I would have saw this movie, I would have brought up Shmi. Yeah, he's he's great. I love him. Like he was barely in the movie, but Smee. every single part he Smee. stole. But you can. It's spelled S M E E, but you could still pronounce it Shmi. I always thought he said it because he had a lisp, Shmee. like Shmi. I don't think he has Shmee. a lisp in the movie. I think Shmee. it's just because he's Dustin Hoffman. I think it's foreign. Use no. a little bit of a lisp. Bob Hoskins. No. Uh, like when he says it, Hoffman doesn't. Oh, I think you're supposed to pronounce it like if Morty from Family Guy was pronouncing. I don't know. It. Let's move I on. Did, from okay. I didn't like. I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't like Little Jack. But I mean, that could be because his father was who he was. Do you realize but, Little uh, Jack grew up to not be able kid. to feel his legs and can't hardly wait? Just saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't even know who that is. The kid who played his son in Hook was in Can't Hardly Wait. He but, was a guy who goes, "I can't oh, feel my right. legs. I yeah. can't feel my legs." Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. It's good to see his career really took off. Yeah. yeah. I can hardly super wait. Super stardom. So. so Tom, this is like a really super duper abridged version of your movie review, but what rating would you give Hook? Shit. Three three marbles out of five. Oh, I was going to say three food fights out of five. I almost guessed what you were going to say. Three Rufios out of I five. I was such a fat kid when that movie came out that like <laughs> the the fake rainbow food, I was like, ooh, I really want to try that. That looks really good. Looks like <laughs> Sherbert. <laughs> I want to eat that pretend food. I was a fat kid, and she was probably like no, eighty dude. pounds oh, or God, something. Oh God, no! Yeah, seventy-one pounds. I was, pounds. A, ch- Tiny I was thing. a chubs. I was a chubs. <laughs> oh, I'll show you such pictures, a liar. pictures Imagine, for proof. Yeah. You're such a liar. I don't buy it. Imagine if she grew up with social media, how she'd feel like how, how she looked. Oh man! Shit. 
No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I just had those mean bitches in high school that call me Fiat. <laughs> Did you say Fiat? Fiat. Fiat. Like the car? Yeah. Did you just call me Fiat? Really tiny and fast. <laughs> Did you just call me a tiny European car? <laughs> All right. Well, time to, this doesn't get you out of funny games. I hope you're aware of that. I am Italian. So we'll revisit that a little bit later. I know. I can tell. Mm, great. All right. So temper. On finally. Last topic here in the news, uh, we found out that Dre is apparently horrified I can't believe you. at the thought of growing old. So this whole thing, I hate you. This whole thing started a few weeks back during the FaceApp craze. She went a little crazy, and she's like, I can't be old. I don't want to make myself old. Number one, I don't think she wants her personal information getting stolen by Russia. Definitely but not. But she was worried that if she saw herself look older, she would want to murder herself. Which I think we all agreed is a little extreme. Well, so debatable. You, you're just not going to grow well. old. <laughs> well, no, she's going to grow up. I, I, okay, I I have always had this fear of growing old because I I did my internship at uh, a psych ward for el- the elderly, and so there's the, always been that. Wait, 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 wait. back up. You said what? what? So elderly people have their mm. own psych ward. Where they can yeah, there's a geriatric no, psych unit nurse, in hospitals. It's called a nursing. What's different from like a normal home. psych ward? Why do they have to be separated? Well, because you have to separate out by like age group. So Why? there's like a teen. Why psych can't people ward? just all be crazy together? So without all the you... young people don't beat the old people to death and they well, freak out. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the old people will teach them a thing or two. You ever think about that? <laughs> no, they will not. Okay. That will not happen for sure in a psych ward. They have ward. to do that because like the counselors, it, you have to like relate to people's. You know, cycles in life. So you're not going to have someone counseling a like seven... our cycles at the beginning. Exactly, yes. like how we. This is the, this so is the cycle. This in... is a cycle episode. Yeah. yeah, no crazy menses together at yeah. the end. No, no, okay, no. gotcha. No, okay. So I I did the face app. So I've always told. I've always made the joke of like, oh, you know, by the time I get to 65, just kill me because I don't want to be old and <laughs> you know, pooping myself and not able to function. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> it's not a fucking joke anymore. But and now it's not a fucking joke. I did the face app, and of course, my husband looked great, as most men look great when they as they age. And then, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want the Russians to get my information, so I don't know everyone. what it would look most, like. I haven't um, done the face most, app by the way. Most I'd probably just capital, look exactly the same. M, most. Yeah. I'm not going to do the face but app. But no, by the way. so then I did capital mine M for most. Russia has your information now. No, because I had someone do it for me. They've had it so anyway. they used my picture and did it for Smart. me. Smart. Okay. Exactly. I did a I did a, a workaround. Why do you think this board was sent to us? Why do you we're going to start <laughs> drinking vodka? We're just going to be noticing his home. eye yeah. glows red occasionally and it like moves. It's like There's a camera oh, no, there. I didn't notice we're that at all. It. It's facing you. I I, yeah. I forgot yeah. I forgot I sent you that fucking board. Yeah. The board. Bo- the board is right in the it's it's the centerpiece He's of the our centerpiece. table actually. He's staring at my junk. Putin's got a live look. So He's essentially, Mount Macmore. Essentially, I, thi- I look like a leather shoe. I think. <laughs> Moral of the story. I think like the lady from There's Something About Mary. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty What's much. What's her name? I don't know, she looks like an old catcher's mitt. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna step in, Dre. As much as I may despise you, you didn't look that. <laughs> just Even though I hate your guts, I, I think she's just. What if you do need someone then. to kill you? I'm here. I'm I think here she's you. just afraid of old people. I'm planning on it. I'm planning on it, Tom. You're like number one on my list. You're the first person I'm going to call. So that way I can kill you no, in self-defense and then just gracefully die. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Perfect. Speaking of which, do we have extra news yet? Are we up to extra news? Because I'm, I'm ready for that. Well, why don't you politely ask Dre if she was finished telling her story before you so rudely chimed in, you She's gerontophobic. There you go. Gerontophobic. What? Fear of old people. That's Sounds you. Sounds like a dinosaur. Geronto? 
Hey. Don't talk about yourself that's that ironic. way. That's <laughs> ironic. How'd they come up with that? Wouldn't it be like Jerryophobia? Jer- or is that fear of Jerry's? Like people named Jerry? <laughs> All right, Tom, get to your extra news. What you got? So you guys kept talking about this IUD. Have you ever have you like ever been with going. a lady that has had an Have you ever been with a lady that has had an IUD? Just to clarify, that's the non-explosive device, right? The non-explosive. Yes. The, the I've been okay. with I've been have with one lady. I lost my virginity last year. No. I don't know. What do you mean poked? How do you get poked by I apparently I've never been with one, but how yeah. do you get poked by it? So is it a type of robot? So apparently, robot? Maybe it's no, like lined with teeth. No, 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 it's no, like no. a chastity belt. Okay. It's no, it's it, Dre, do you want to back me? Like, can you show to explain to these guys with your hands okay. what it looks IUD like? Stuff. It looks, I don't know a lot about IUDs. Like. I don't know a lot about IUDs, but it okay. looks like a little. Okay, so my wife. So okay, so <laughs> okay, just go cut. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Dre, can you explain? All right, shut up. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's essentially break a, it down. a number, a letter T, and it gets put up there, and the and the arms go into the fallopian tubes, and it blocks the eggs from dropping out. All right, so now that you understand, the bottom of this T though has a string on it. And these strings are metal wires. And if they get cut too short or left too long, they are basically just little needles waiting to poke and prod the tip of you. How? Okay. I do not want to ask this question, but is your dick going into your wife's uterus? (laughs) I imagine this device. I was going to say, isn't it in her uterus? The way you described the makeup of this device, I I imagine it looks like a male gymnast doing the Iron Cross, like inside of her. Yeah, pretty much. It does. It does. It does. It does. And and so so her doctor ended up cutting these a little too short. And these just might. I have a little Russian man inside of me. Someone call Guinness. These fucking little metal needles. These metal needles just were hanging down. And uh, yeah, every every once in a while you get a get a good thrust in, and it would fucking just go right up my urethra. Oh, wait, cool! Okay, no, it would not. It would, cool. it would. Dude, your your penis <laughs> became Malcolm wait, McDowell's eye in this, Clockwork Orange. This is the coolest <laughs> new segment ever. Keep going. I don't understand how this works. Isn't it in her uterus? I need to hear you explain. Welcome this. to the biology shit podcast. <laughs> so Dre, Dre, it hangs down. So this little T, the bottom of the T, is hanging okay. down. And okay. what's supposed to happen is the wire that the wire that they they use to put up there yeah. is supposed to be wrapped up around the 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 plug. Okay. So it's supposed to spin around like a, a 360 circle and just like wire up there. Well, if they cut them too short, it won't spit up there, and it, they, these wires just sort of hang down. Doesn't that poke so her imagine, too? You just said it went inside his urethra. No, but doesn't that no, hurt her? her? No, it's no, it's just like hanging there. No, right. Well, what she jewelry on and all sorts of stuff. Well, because it's just it's just it's basically like two little wires that are. Well, the wires are so tight together that it's just it's essentially just hanging down. No, it didn't. Apparently, she never felt it. And did I, your wife like, okay this Every, segment, this extra news segment? <laughs> oh yeah, care. no, she's okay with it. No, I feel like we're getting like a really intimate look inside. No, no, she will. After no, we had we did this for about six months, and I was like, I just can't stand it because I actually started dreading the sex. Oh I, no! Be like, yeah, let's do it, and I'd be like, she did it on purpose, so she didn't have to have sex gonna, with Tom. I was gonna yeah. say, it's like getting like, jerked no. off by a bald eagle she's like, hey, like, inside its tail. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't, Dre. That doesn't make any sense because the only point that she would have it is so we can do it. I mean, it's a pregnancy thing, anti-pregnancy. But anyways, we ended That's up taking what she it out told and you. been doing the yeah. 
Yeah, dick well, carnage. That's why he well, doesn't like dick <laughs> stuff in movies. PTSD. Every time on he has the, sex, he just gets shredded. I, know, I yeah. hadn't thought about that. That might be. But no, anyways, after Looks about like six party months streamers of when him, he's we, done. She, 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 <laughs> she pulled it out and all we do uh, all we do now is we use the pull-out method. But we're married kids, so anyone listening, don't, don't trust the pull-out method. And we're absolutely cool if we have another kid. So just chill on that don't don't use pull out but it does and work eight and kids later it's, 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 it's <laughs> tom's like help me like i'm just i i'm just i'm just gonna say it's been two and a half years now and we're clear we're good so it's working if everybody's interested we'll throw some photos of this up on instagram a little bit later today too so <laughs> we've contacted kids doctor they're yeah. emailing them over right now yeah we got some pretty vivid mris <laughs> so we can share so you're into dick carnage check it out you know all right, is that it, Tom? We got anything else? That's enough about your sex life. That's it. <laughs> okay, excellent. That's excellent it. news. All right, everybody. We are going to take our first break. And when we get back, it is time to dive into survival movies. We'll be right back. Oh, look! A spider web! Gross! Oh, why, why would you do something like that? What do you mean? Why wouldn't I? Well, well I, I kind of wanted to walk into it. You know, feel it against my face. <laughs> oh, Tom. Be ridiculous. You don't need real spider webs. Haven't you heard of the goo gun by Shiko? The Shiko what? Do you love walking into spider webs because you like the way they feel, but you just can't seem to find enough webs? Do you want to feel like a giant by stomping through beautiful, meticulously crafted spider webs? Well, now you can with the goo gun by Shiko. The goo gun is made from SAE 4140 chrome molybdenum steel right here in the USA. Each goo gun is powered by 32 gram reloadable CO2 cartridges that fire our webs at more than 2,000 feet per second. Upon assembly of your goo gun, load in the official Chico brand goo jug. Our goo is synthetically engineered at Chico Labs in Branson, Missouri, and we only use organic, natural chemicals in our top secret patented goo recipe. In order to create the perfect goo that simulates authentic, sticky spider webs, we start with real silk, spun from our own genetically engineered Darwin's bark spiders, indigenous to Madagascar. This silk has a tensile strength of up to 520 megajoules per cubic meter, and a single pencil width strand is strong enough to stop a Boeing 747 mid-flight. Once the silk has been boiled to a temperature of 285 degrees Fahrenheit, we combine our own handcrafted polyurethane glue, giving our webs the stickiest sensation out of every goo on the market. The goo gun can shift from fully automatic to semi-automatic with the click of a button, allowing you to shoot your goo anywhere you please. With the full charge, you can even shoot your goo up to 600 feet. That's the length of two football fields. Shoot your goo onto your trees to simulate that natural early morning web to the face experience. Spray it across your living room on your in-laws furniture. Is your web-free car making that morning commute boring? Not anymore. You can even shoot your goo onto your friends for hours of real spiderweb fun. Hey, Hank, go long. <laughs> oh no, bro. 
You gooed all over my beer. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I made a goopsie. Order today and you'll receive the Shiko WebAway cloth free of charge. Our microfiber cloths are made with Shiko's own tight lock antibacterial technology. One wipe will clean away 99% of goo, leaving your face soft and ready for hours of additional fun. It even prevents bacteria mold and mildew from unattended goo from growing on your skin wow tim you covered your entire yard in goo <laughs> well hank now i can get that spiderweb feeling anytime anywhere thanks for the help hank and thank you shiko the goo gun from shiko order now <laughs> shiko The pull-up method does not work. I think I, I think I'm just really fertile. I think that's my problem. So sharpshooters, or, or you <laughs> just Bepper. don't really know what the pull-up method is. No, I know what it is. It means you pull out before you go. I'm saying there's drips. Eminem and Eminem and D12 sang about this. You gotta get some screw that faucet on a little tighter, man. Oh, he gets excited. See, here's the thing. No, you need to do some kegels. I no. Listen, I'm an endurance. Here we go. I'm an endurance man, so I can go for a while, but that doesn't mean it just stays dry the whole time. So I can hold off. I got some zen in me. So I'm giving you five minutes. No, I'm giving you five minutes. I will have an endurance off with anybody. <laughs> Lots of foreplay, Don't but I'm giving you five there. minutes once it gets going. Keep That's me it. out of this yeah. shit. Nope. It's mind over matter, dude. Mind over matter. All right, everybody, we're back. So I am actually pretty stoked for today's show, even though this is a very small subgenre of movies. So I was worried we were all going to end up just picking from a very small pocket of movies. Uh, but as yeah. I started diving in and doing a bunch of research, I realized... There is actually a ton of survival movies. So when we say survival, what we mean is any movie where someone is stranded in nature, on another planet, left alone to battle, some sort of existential threat. So there's actually quite a bit of these movies. So we are going to start throwing it around the group and sharing and discussing some of our favorites. So we all know the drill by now. Um, we share a top five list. Sometimes I go to top 10, top 15, etc. And we are all going to share what we think are the best survival movies of all time. Now, I'm hoping we get a little bit of overlap. If we do, I say let's try to go for gold and do a top five list. Uh, if not, who gives a shit? It doesn't really matter. That's what we do. We list things on this we show. We like lists, <laughs> yes. damn it. We should do our grocery shopping we're organized. for our listeners. It we just are. means we're organized. We are. We're very organized. Yeah. All right. So, uh, who wants... To go first. Oh, yeah, Whisker, go first. Mm. All right, you son of a bitch. You can go. All right, <laughs> I so think Whis Whisker wants to go first. No, <laughs> I don't. I was being I, sarcastic. I heard, so I heard that. Now you get to. We're, I'm going to ask you to give a little bit of context, though. So as you're sharing, once we kind of start diving into your top five, break down, I guess, why you think this is a survival movie, mm -hmm. uh, what made these movies so memorable or great, and then did any of them expand the genre? I mean, take it oh. from being a little small subgenre and actually kind of give it some commercial success or make it a little bit of a more than just a cult classic. Sound uh, good? Can you do that, big guy? Uh, I mean, we have faith in you. Maybe, but I believe in you. So We're well, only giving you five minutes. Well, I went... <laughs> starting that's, now. That's all I need. Well, actually, then it's more like 10. But I went different because as far as this, this segment went, like I knew we were all going to be grabbing the main survival movie, so... The movies I chose, I strictly chose chose because of the setting for woods and wilderness. Oh. So anything outside of B 
being in the setting of the woods or wilderness is strictly off limits for me. So movies like Open Water and Frozen, Adam Green's Frozen. If you huh. fucking sing that song, I'm looking at you, not you. You're fine. You. Frozen's a good movie. Wait, which one? I can't sing the Disney. There's no Don't songs sing. in the other one. Yeah, I know. It's not like they're sitting there <laughs> singing on the ski dreadful. lift as they were freezing. Because it's dreadful. Yes, yes. I think my arm broke off. <laughs> I'm really blue. So I just wanted to run with that sort of dense vegetation, woods, survival. So now you know where I'm going. So majority you of got my- super hyper specific. Yeah, really specific. I did because I didn't want to. I didn't want to step on toes because I figured there was going to be a lot of. If I didn't go that route, there was going to be a lot of movies. That we're going to overlap. I didn't give a shit. No, I know you Rich didn't. Ritual's going to make his list. <laughs> yes. So, I was saving that, though. Surprise, surprise. A lot of mine are horror movies, but that's what I do. So deal with it. So um, do you want just like my top top or you want? I don't have that many. No, man. Really. Our listeners demand the best. Okay. So we're going to give them honorable mentions. Should I, should I do? I mean, I did do Go some that weren't horror, but they're like way off the map. Mm. I don't care. Get as far off. To- Landmine. Where we're going, you don't need maps. This oh, is survival week, okay. buddy. Landmine goes click from 2015. Anybody ever seen it? Nope. Nope. Mm. <laughs> so a guy and his girlfriend are back are backpacking in a foreign country and he steps on a live landmine. and An IUD? Yes. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody. So it's just a little Norwegian male stuff. gymnast. <laughs> some guy comes. Some guy comes and stumbles upon him, but doesn't really want to help him. Ooh. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it's not really a horror movie. Um, I'll not name the next one because I know that's on Nate's list. The Hunted. Has anybody ever seen The Ooh, Hunted? The Hunted's good. Will, Benicio and Tommy Lee Jones. William Friedkin from 2003. No. Nope. Director of The Exorcist. It's a Ooh. really uh, good movie. I Tommy Lee Jones that. and Benicio. Uh, this next movie I'm about to name, I think, really lends credence to how much I love survival movies, but Surviving the Game from 1994. That's a good movie. With Rucker Hauer and Ice-T. It's awesome. I it's, love Rucker Hauer. It's kind of cheesy. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it's a really fun watch. Uh, it's fucking old. And, of course, Predator. Yes. Here's In, the thing, though, about Ice-T. Right, I got I to gotta, like, tangent here, here for a here minute. Here we go. I only like the raspberry flavor. I like cubes. No, 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 no. Has anybody noticed that on SVU, we're supposed to believe that he's a detective that has been like investigating like extreme (laughs) sexual crimes for 20 years, yet every freaking week he's surprised. Exactly. He's so surprised that you tell me this girl got raped? 30 years earlier. Yeah, bro, you've been doing this for 20 years. She got raped. He breaks it down every time. So you're telling me that this happened and then this happened and this happened and this happened? (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's exactly what happened. Pull down her trousers. <laughs> 30, 30 years earlier, you're talking about killing cops. Yeah, that's that's the most ironic thing. Okay, and then I have the Predator and the Running Man. Those are my other ones that weren't. Fuck. But I mean, I named the Predator at like four different episodes. This might be the greatest movie of all time. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I do love the Predator. I did. You know what? That's a good call. I I did not put that on my list just because I feel like I've brought that up so much for some of our other lists. Yeah. I actually have another. I, I'll name it tomorrow. I'll name it on next week's episode. I, love I have movie. a present for you guys that I have to bring next week mm. that has to do with that movie. Mm. It's Arnold's head. <laughs> no. Mm. It's Arnold's IUD. <laughs> All right. Got onto my, onto my horror movies so we can get this moving along. So I'll run through them real quick. Eden Lake from 2008. Oh, Eden Lake is so good and Eden so Lake disturbing. Is brutal. Yeah, Eden Lake was an early role from Michael Fassbender. I haven't seen that. It is a it's a rough watch. I love flick. Michael Fassbender, so I have to watch it. It's that. a rough watch. It's intense. Like, I'm just warning uh, you in uh, advance. Actually, it's yeah. kind of on uh, 
par with Funny Games. Okay, I was gonna say I did mm-hmm. recommend Funny Games, so yeah. I think uh, this even like okay. in, in my Funny Games like got some stuff. Funny, funny Games is disturbing, but Eden Lake goes significantly further. The box cutter. Of, there is some brutality, like Antichrist type shit. No, 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 not, no, no, not no, quite no, to no. that level, no, but no. it's it's pretty brutal. It's like fuck if, Antichrist. Like that movie if, sucks. <laughs> it's like if Funny Games decided to be gorier. Okay, got it. Okay, the Ritual, 2017. The Ritual. Love that movie. Wilderness from 2006. If you haven't seen Wilderness, I highly recommend it. Um, the Ruins from 2008. Ruins is real good. Yes! Yep. The Monster from 2016. That's really a like great movie that made my top 10 director list. Director of The Strangers. Yep. Lake Bodum from 2016. Cub from 2014. I highly recommend Cub. That's the prequel to Lion King. Go on. <laughs> no, it's not. God, fucking Christ. Uh, wrong Turn. First oh. Wrong Turn. Yeah. And then my top three... Uh, I blended two of them because they go hand in hand, but number three would be The Strangers for me. I know that movie takes place mostly Mm -hmm. in the house, but the forest surrounding it is kind of a character within itself to me. Much like the next two on my list, which would be Evil Dead 1 and 2. I mean, that's a gimme. And then my number one is The Blair Witch Project. That movie just kind of transformed the survival wilderness and Blair, it's a horror Blair movie Witch for me. Made, okay. Blair Witch finished at number two on my list. Okay. I didn't even have Blair Witch on my list. That's so okay. <laughs> I'm gonna can't bring, all be winners. That's yeah, fine. I'm going to bring up something, Whisk. We'll see. I thought for sure. I, well, I didn't realize you were going to get so specific with the woods, but mm-hmm. I thought yeah. for sure this would be on your list. But I've put this on two of my other lists, so I left it off of this one. I have a couple one. over here that I didn't speak about so that I didn't want to. Technically, your favorite horror movie of all time is a survival movie, which is The Thing. They are trapped in a desolate, yeah, desolate remote area that would have been on the list. Fighting against Mother Nature, yeah. no communication with the outside world, an existential <laughs> threat that they're trying to defeat, yeah. and they're just left there to survive. But so I would argue that that's, is a survival. That's the movie. thing. That's what's so hard about this segment or this episode in, in particular is because so many horror movies could yeah. fall under the category of try yeah. and survive, be it a siege narrative or whatever. So, yeah, but. The thing, of course, would have been on my list. There's no question about it. So that's why I narrowed it down to be so specific about being in the woods or a wilderness setting. I tried really hard to avoid genre crossover. That's what I was. That's yeah. I, I was getting so nervous. That's in my what I was trying this, to do. I was yeah. trying to. I let because you had the ritual. I left that off because mm-hmm. I thought it was too, too horror. Mm-hmm. So definitely focus. No such thing. Off. Yeah. 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 No such thing as too horror. Well. Of course, but <laughs> well, Dre, why don't you go next? Because okay. I think you're going to have uh, looked like your your cringy I, responses to some of his movies means they I know, might I be hate, on your I list. I hate going after Wiz. Apparently, I have I some movies it. on my list that you need to watch, Dre. No, definitely. Do we need to start doing a, a watch list for I Dre think, and Tom? I think so. No, I think we should just start no. doing a watch list for our listeners. Exactly. To be <laughs> for our listeners, we'll all watch them together. <laughs> All you um, sacks of shit have a lot of movies you need to watch. Uh, sorry, I just called our listeners sex of shit. <laughs> all right, Dre, go we ahead. We love you. <laughs> just kidding. So, love you. I tried to stay within, I I mean, I actually did like mixed genres, but I really focused on like true like survival. Um, So I have a lot of different genres, but they all center around survival. Perfect. I didn't. I didn't rank them because my my like I guess quote unquote top ten I couldn't choose. It was like comparing apples and oranges because I picked a lot of different movies. That's easy. Oranges are better. There we go. <laughs> Vitamin C. Get rid of the scurvy. All right. So I have the Belko experiment. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, Good flick. 2016. Because to me that was such a crazy intense movie. So it's fun. All, all the employees it's fun movie. stuck in the yeah stuck in the you know what, office in Columbia. It? I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Was fun. it. And yeah. I mean, as far as survival, holy shit! Like to mm-hmm. to. Make have to make that decision in 30 minutes like who to kill and then end up having to 
you know, basically survive, be I the kn- last one standing. I know his brother was in it. Wasn't James Gunn a part of that? He produced it. Okay. I think he wrote it. Actually. His brother, his he brother, wrote it I don't know. did he write it? I think so. Hmm. I know. I think he's a part of it. Yeah. IMDb could correct me, but his I'm pretty sure he wrote in it, it. And he's fucking hilarious. In yeah. It. <laughs> he's a really good man. Um, I have one of my favorites. One of my favorite survival movies, just movie in general, is Backcountry in 2014. Ooh. The with the uh, the um, black bear that with stalks the black him? bear. Yeah, so yeah. it was based on a true story of a couple in northern Canada, and this black bear like stalks them. And um, the movie changed a little bit because they switched the roles um, for like who gets attacked and who survives, kind of thing. Is that the movie with Eric Balfour? Um, no, it has Missy, the- Missy Peregrim. I know, but is the, wasn't there like a didn't he, wasn't there like an Irish guy that they met? Yeah, the like the traveler guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't. It's so I haven't funny. seen that movie for a while. I didn't realize what the movie was about at first, and I thought it was going to be like a horror movie. And I, I actually thought his character was. I thought it was going to turn into like him stalking them or something in the woods, but then it completely went the other way. And that bear attack, like everyone talks about the revenant bear attack, but that bear attack was so. Intense. I remember the after so scene intense. of it. I remember the after oh the aftermath of the. There's yeah. another attack. bear attack movie that I have at number eight. The Revenant. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, another. I'll one. We bring it up. I think everybody overlooked it. So that Ooh, movie, I think, is a great survival no. movie. I know what you're talking about. Um, another one of my favorites is Cargo. It was a Netflix original. I like that. With Martin uh, Freeman. With Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, yeah. 2017. Quote unquote um, zombie movie. Could, yeah, but like. A different take on a zombie movie, but it was actually a sad. It was, it was a sad so, ending. Yeah, it yeah. was so heartbreaking. That, that was good. It, it was, was good. It was so heartbreaking. Um, I have The Martian. I have that too. Yeah, I love The Martian. Matt Damon? I love it because I just Matt Damon? yeah, the I just watched it a couple excellent, weeks ago. Excellent, excellent. I movie. just watched it a couple weeks really? ago. I've never I, seen it. So I've never on, seen it. It's on Voodoo. I ripped on that movie so much when it was getting nominated. I'm like, this is this looks stupid, it is and a I wa- it is great. It is a phenomenal. It's Ridley movie. Scott, man. I do have a soft spot for Matt Damon, though. I kind of like the game. And it's Ridley Scott. Yeah, you'll love this movie if you like. He is so. I totally understand why he got nominated for an Oscar. Like he's so charismatic, the character's great. He just does a great job. The in writing it. is excellent. The yeah. directing, the editing, it is yeah. top notch. It is a very. The good The only thing that bothered me about that movie that I just could not understand the casting was Kristen Wiig. Like she just felt so out of place. It seemed she like does a, that though. She pops up in movies. Yeah. It seemed like, like her role being like, "Hey, I'm not just a goofy bitch." Yeah, like, exactly. Know? Like yeah. she was trying to like shift, you know, what she was known for. But it just, I don't know. It kind of threw me off. It did distract me too much, but I, I think the problem is I'm always going to see her as like bridesmaids, yeah. Kristen Wiig, so it's hard to see exactly. her against type. So. Exactly. Um, I had The Ruins, which Whisk had on his list, but I'm I'm telling- book is so good, Oh, man. I- The movie's Damn right. you, I was just about to right. say. Oh, the the movie's so okay. The reason I have it on here is because the book, so anyone listening, you have to read this book. It yeah. came out in 2006. It is one of the best books I've ever read. Have you ever seen um, A Simple Plan? The movie A Simple Plan. I love yes. that. Sam Raimi. Yes. Same writer. Yes. He wrote the book. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like how they changed the ending because the ending of the book was just everything. Uh, yeah. And I was so disappointed that they changed it in the movie, but I still thought they did They did a pretty decent job with the movie. The casting was kind of weak in the ruins too, but I, yeah. I still love yeah. the- Jenna Malone was okay. Psychological yeah. mindfuck and it's, uh, what's his name? Her boyfriend. I always mix him up with Ben Foster. Mm. He's Ben Foster-ish. I can't remember yeah, his he's, name now. He's Ben Foster Jr. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, and then I have <laughs> nobody cares. I yeah. have The Revenant because I just thought that was a beautiful, beautiful movie. Um, I also have The Road. Ooh, with nice. I put, that in my, nice. I put that in my number ten. It's I Cormac forgot McCarthy. about The Road. Yeah. Cormac McCarthy well, too. Well played, yeah, Dre. Yeah, I liked I liked The Road a lot. Right, writer of No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well played, Dre. I forgot about The Road. Um, 
Yeah, and actually I have an interesting fact that I did not know until I started, you know, doing all this work. But um, Viggo Mortensen, he went so method for his role in The Road that he would sleep in his own clothes and he didn't eat. And he actually almost got kicked out of like a restaurant in Philadelphia because they thought he was a homeless yep. man. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he went he went so, hardcore. Sounds like Tom every other that weekend. That book was actually written and intended to be a love letter to Cormac McCarthy's son. So he, fig- oh, wow. he he felt that putting putting the father and son in a like a post apocalyptic mm-hmm. setting such as that was the best way for him to demonstrate how deep his love was for his son. So wow. that, that was the whole point. That's of the crazy. Book. Yeah, that's... My, d- my dad's a huge Cormac McCarthy yeah. fan. I own that book at home. It's yeah, super the good. book is intense. It, there are definitely some things in the book that I'm glad they left out of the movie because to see those things come to life would have been a little a little too horrific. Um, and then my my last three are kind of your typical survival like if you ask people oh what are great survival movies so i just had to put them on here i have 127 hours obviously with james franco i have apollo 13 um and then i have the edge with alec baldwin and anthony hopkins that was when i was referring as the other bear movie damn you dre exactly (laughs) exactly because that because that movie is great um I do have some honorable mentions just in case people don't bring these up, and Spill I'll go through them, them quickly. Do it. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ooh, that's a great I am movie. Legend. Uh, Waterworld because it's oh, Waterworld. Get that off your list. <laughs> Waterworld. I just you have to. It's so it's yeah. so horrible that I just I had. I don't to. mind it. It's fine. the Smokers. Um, Into the Wild, Lord of the Flies. Into the Wild's a good movie. Yeah, I really like that movie. Castaway. And then I put Take Shelter because I did a different take on survival. So Take Shelter, Michael Shannon is actually like turns a into flick. a survivalist. And it's just a good movie all around. Also so. from the director of Mud yes. and Midnight Express. Exactly. Or Midnight Special. I've been directed to watch yep. Take Shelter. I still have not seen that it's movie. A you, great you should movie. watch it. It's yeah. good. Michael is, Shannon kind of weirds me out, but his that director's fine. best movie is still a Midnight Special. I love yeah. that movie; it's so good. Mud wasn't bad. Mud was really good. Mud was all right. So all right, yeah, Tomas, what you got, dude? Well done, Dre. Well done with the really road. Good list. Caught all me right. off. Caught me off guard well, with the road. I have more overlap with you I than I gonna, do with Lisk, so. I was gonna Perfect. start. I did a horror. The, uh, what do you yeah, got, you Tom? A I'm a horror. I guy. was a horror. I'm a horror. Tom. Horror. Tom. Can you hear me? No, we can hear you. Tom. What do you got, buddy? Are you lost in the woods in your backyard, Tom? Are you 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 living this? Did you just do what's love got to do with it? The Um, Tina Turner biopic. All right, so I was gonna I was gonna start off with the edge, but Dre had to fucking use that as her honorable mention. The edge. I will go. No, that was on my list. The edge. That was was my top five. Are you edging? That was was my number five. The edge is on my list too. That's on my list. It wasn't an honorable mention. Why is everybody edging? Oh, we're okay. straight edge, man. Anyways, it's what no. we do? It's all this IUD so, edge cycles. So since I so since I so since I can't use that one, I will just swap it out for the great outdoors for a famous bear attack. And... <laughs> Shooting the bear's ass. <laughs> I mean, it was a great movie. It's, shit was funny. I mean, they had to survive for a little bit. Um, anyway, so that's at my least great seven bear minutes attack. of the movie. After that, I I, I kind of wanted to touch on every type of genre, so I went with uh, The Martian next for like a space. Uh, survival movie. Um, I thought that was. Why is your, I'm your having a hard keeps... time, guys. Sorry, our air conditioner's still broken, so I'm sitting in my fucking oh, office Christ. right now, and it's like Ooh. 92 degrees. Cool. So I've been oh sweating God. my ass off the whole time. Yeah. Are you just sitting in a cooler? So, this is your survival movie. No, yeah, I, I'm surviving. <laughs> 
I'm so I'm honestly I've I've literally sweated buckets right now. I'm so fucking hot. <laughs> My shirt's soaked. It's it's disgusting. You're gonna lose thirty eight anyway, more pounds. So, <laughs> oh, she listens. Oh, uh, down Martian. to the ounces. <laughs> yeah, you would count. I mean, we all know that you have weight issues. Anyways. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> She's the one that said she had fucking body issues. Christ, she's the one that wants us to come. God, this she's like, come murder me when dark. I look old. All right, finish your list up there, Regina. Come on. Uh, I have fat earlobes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dre's Google history. How do I lose weight out of my earlobes? That's impossible. <laughs> Says you. Okay. Oh. It's called plugs. Is that a- we'll see. I used to have plugs. Didn't work. <laughs> Castaway. Uh I, I have uh, ca- I have oh, Castaway as my number three. Mm-hmm. I think that that movie embodied like all of like that was like the, one of the greatest survival movies. And plus, fucking Hanks, man. I mean, what can't he do? He's in he's like amazing. three different survival movies. He's actually. really good at wakeboarding, but that's probably about it. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to ever be caught on a boat with him. No, I ever. Would. No. <laughs> on a boat? And yeah. Why? Yeah, he doesn't have the best luck on boats. No. That's what I'm saying. Oh, right. that's pretty good. Uh, shrimp boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired, Nate. <laughs> Whisk is kicking everyone out tonight. <laughs> All you assholes Nate. leave. <laughs> Tom seems to like it when I yell at people like that. No. Get the fuck out of my uh, Dickhead Whisk, Whisk is like a new character. Timing. You're fucking... And Whisk, is t- his timing is just so fucking perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you comedy genius, you. And uh, I would say, let's not overdo it. And moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Between two and three, I can't dick in Tom's mouth for 500, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) This monster. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did you say, Tom? It wouldn't fit. Oh, Oh, Tom's got a really, really tiny mouth. (laughs) It's like the head of a needle. (laughs) It is. What the hell, man? Because I try to kick you guys out, now it's saying, time to slam whisker. That's <laughs> what you get. <laughs> uh, I and then I just got a brief run through of like all of my uh, what is it? Pre- what, uh, what were your top two, mentions. Tom? I'm, dude, I'm Parent Trap. No, hang on, Lindsay I'm gonna get to the top remake. two. It's an awesome movie. Next, uh, next, I next, know who uh, killed uh, me. For my for my for my for my honorable mentions, I had Open Water, Children of Men, Against the Sun. Oh, uh, if you guys haven't seen that, I, I, so good. Yeah, if you if if you guys haven't seen Against the Sun though, I definitely recommend it. It's got a uh, uh, Draco Malfoy, and uh, he plays a pilot yes. in World War II that goes down with uh, his yep. radio man, and uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It, it, it's a good movie, but it's basically three with guys three. in World War II surviving yeah. out in a boat. I always thought that was yeah. just that level in Super it's Mario really Three, good. but <laughs> <laughs> Against it's, the it's Sun, good. you're such a um, jackass. That's Rainbow Road, dude. <laughs> Oh, it's not. That's Mario my, Kart. My, Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. Rainbow Rainbow Rainbow. That sun chases Mario in uh, Super Rainbow Mario Road 3. Rainbow Road is in Mario Kart. Whisk knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Angry sun. Mm. All right, let's go. All right, let's do it. Let's go. That's in the desert. Predator is my last honorable mention. And then uh, my top two movies for survival. Number two would have to be Back to the Future. It's Marty trying to save himself from disappearing. What? And That's a stretch. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a survival movie. Okay, so the only reason he was doing that was to save himself. <laughs> Tom, you no, do, Tom, he, you he do got, you, buddy. He got stuck there. But he could have quit at any really, time. Yeah, he didn't really have a choice. No, he was fucking disappearing. 
Only he because he went back and himself. his mom tried to bang him. If he would have never gone back, his mom wouldn't have tried to bang him. Yeah, and his mom, Don't tra- bang his, me. His, his mom almost got raped too, but his dad stepped in and then he had to go <laughs> sing him love the, Mondays. Play the song at the dance. He stole that black man's song, so the white people try to take away another black, you know, try to make us think that a black guy didn't come up but with it. But they all danced. They all Jesus. danced and they kissed. They all the danced. End. Okay, what's all your right. what's your number one, Tom? Hey, don't just don't yell at the kid if he burns the carpet. You know. Wait, what? Number what one. That, my what, number what do you mean? Don't yell at the kid if what he burns the carpet. Is that Confucius? What like, do you who mean? <laughs> Come on. Men who fought in church sitting on pew. I, okay, I got you Confucius on that one, Tom. say kid who burned carpet. Burn I got carpet. you on that Thank one, Tom. You, yeah. Yeah. Thank These you, Thank you, These guys Dre. clearly have not seen that she movie enough, it. but no, I got no, no, you. No, 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 no. I'm not sure I want to. If Tom's quoting it. Number one. My number one movie. Survival movie, Jurassic Park. Schindler's List. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Whisker. (laughs) All right, leave. Leave, Whisker. Get the fuck out of your home. Get the fuck out of here. Leave your own home. Sell your home. Move out of state. (laughs) We can edit that out. That's fine. No, we don't need to edit it out. Yeah. No, I went into that thinking it was like a kid making a list for Santa, so. (laughs) Okay. Jurassic Park. I fucking said Jurassic Park. God damn. Jurassic <laughs> Park. Angry. She's mad. That's uh, that's angry Dre. Uh, <laughs> angry. Angry. I like Dre-ngry. that list, Tom. She's getting very angry. Thank you. I, I should have figured. I should have figured Jurassic Park would have been number one on your list. Tom just finds any way to put Jurassic Park on his list. It's true. <laughs> it's also gonna be his number one it's for best so documentary. Relatable. Time best time travel movies. Best. <laughs> Best documentaries. Best movies based on Michael Crichton books. <laughs> best Sam Neill movies. Best romantic comedy. The DNA uh, splicing together. Yeah. Best yep. DNA splicing movies. Best meet cute. Best BD Wong roles. No. <laughs> All right. So why is Jurassic Park your number one, Tom? Oh, do I have to explain? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I thought the uh, I thought the laughter would have taken. Yeah, okay. No, that would have only been for <laughs> listeners that just <laughs> jumped in on. Uh, he's like, I was really episode just... twenty three and decided to check out our show. He's like, I was really just relying on the laughter to move on. But you guys have twenty two previous episodes of listening to determine why that's number one in Tom's list. So you should you should all know by now. Shame on you. All right, everybody. I'm going to jump in real quick so we can try to somehow, some way, see if we can actually do a, a fi- final list. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Hey, Nate, um, what so about my your number... list? you want to give it to us? I was in the middle of doing it, asshole, until you interrupted <laughs> me. So... <laughs> all right. Thanks for so joining the class. Tom. Get him. Yeah, thanks for paying attention. All right. So number 10, I am shocked. This did not make Whiskers list, but number 10 is Battle Royale. Oh, shit. Oh, well played. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. You deserve a high yep. five. Battle Royale. Well played. You were the horror Damn. master. Okay. I was going to so put this that not too. even necessarily I horror. actually probably should have put this a little bit higher, but Battle Royale is amazing for anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's Hunger Games, but done way better in about 10 to 15 years earlier. So yeah. check it, it is, out. It is a better Hunger Games. I'm just. Uh, I'm not that high on that movie. I'm oh, just right. I'm just more upset that I forgot about it. Oh, that movie rocks. It yeah. is a good movie. Number nine, The Gray with Liam yes. Neeson. Uh, Joe Carnahan flick, director of NARC. I'm a big Joe Carnahan fan, but I like The Gray. Uh, number eight, I have The Edge. I know we mentioned this. We've uh, all been edging for a while, yeah. I think, I think the reason The Edge crept so high for me is David Mamet wrote it. And David Mamet's probably like one of the best screenwriters. So I think the dialogue was very, very sharp. He wrote mm-hmm. Glenn Gary Glenn, 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 Glenn Ross. Gungula <laughs> Gungula. Sorry, I was thinking about Tom's dick. Okay. Um, <laughs> number seven is. Uh, That's a number great googly seven. Number yeah. seven, 127 hours. Yeah. Number six, I'm actually really. That's with James Franconian. 
Yes. Yeah, okay. Not his name, but yes. Um, also, Danny Boyle. I'm really surprised this did not make more lists, considering the genre that we're talking about actually has yeah. the word in the title of the movie, but Lone Survivor. I really, really like that movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, again, I was trying to stay away from like super specific genres, and this can fall. This is, to war me movie. is like a s- hardcore war movie. Very true. Uh, still a great movie, but yeah. I'm a lone survivor, okay? Thanks, guys. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to keep it at number six. Thanks, okay. guys. Got a bullet right. in my leg, okay? Yeah. yeah. No else is coming, okay? I'm a lone survivor, okay? <laughs> lone means one, okay? <laughs> All right, number five, uh, Castaway. Tom already harped on this, so I am not going to discuss it any further. Number four, I have The Martian. Also made a lot of lists. Let's dive into the top three. So number three, I put The Revenant. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I think the reason that I have this so high, um, it's very similar to my number one, but it's a very, very loose plot that only serves to drive the intensity of the story. So the the yeah. movie is just precisely designed to be a survival movie. And I think the reason I have this, again, so high, um, number one, it's uh, Emmanuel Lebesky, who's my favorite cinematographer of all time. And... The movie is very visceral and brutal and breathtaking, and you can actually feel the cold. You can experience the vastness of the space because of the way that they decided to film this. So it was all shot in natural light. Everybody was freezing their asses off on set. They went to the actual location. Yeah. So he just, made, him, made him hike for hours for the, certain shots. The, the way they decided to make this is what sold this movie as, yeah. as one of the ultimate survival movies. Didn't they construct that... What the horse that Leonardo DiCaprio that climbed CGI. in, and yeah. he? Oh, really? I thought they actually constructed something that he climbed in that had like blood and guts in it. Oh, okay. I, I thought warm. you meant the scene where they go over the cliff. No, oh, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. he climbs in the horse's stomach to stay warm, he got. Oh, he did. He actually got really sick when he ate that. Yeah. What was it? The buffalo heart. Yeah. Or, yeah. He Whatever. got. Yeah. He, got, he got, got him an Oscar. That's all he cares. He almost about. got frostbite yeah. on multiple yeah, occasions. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. I'm saying it's. It's, I mean, it's the ultimate survival movie. I mean, what? you feel like you're on that journey with Hugh Glass. It's not not only intense. that, you didn't mention it. I'm trying to think, now that we're talking about that movie, I don't think that there is a better Tom Hardy movie, is there? I was just about to say, I feel like Tom he's Hardy so outacted Leonardo DiCaprio awesome in that movie. in that fucking movie, is he not? Yeah. He's, he's such good. a good he bad guy. He was amazing in that movie. I don't know. I'd have to think on that. I don't know if Kneejerk, I, I can yeah, give you an answer to that. I, I, I would mean, say Bronson is still probably the definitive Tom Hardy movie is Bronson. Hmm, I'm going to... Um, oh, I haven't seen that movie, go, so I can't Director judge. of Drive, it's his very first movie. Okay. And Inception, Dark, Inception, Dark Knight Rises. What else yeah. What else are we missing with har- like big Hardy movies? Oh, guys, don't forget about Venom. Venom. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. We'll pretend f- that one. That was, fuck out. That was sar- okay, wait, wait, wait. Go watch Bronson. Go that, watch Bronson. That was sarcasm for okay. the listeners. Okay. No, that's her favorite movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Please right, don't do that to two, me. Number <laughs> two, I have the Blair Witch Project. Thank you. And thank you. I would argue that... I would say this movie hasn't necessarily aged all that well now that you're kind of in on the premise and in on the joke that they were trying to pull. But, you know, I've spent a lot of time camping. I've spent a lot of time in the woods, and this movie still creeps me out to this day. And I think what made this movie so effective is it took very simple primal fears that we have, you know, running out of food, being lost, not knowing where you're at. Also, you're in the woods. And it framed those around the best viral marketing campaign in history. So this movie was effective because everybody thought it was real. They thought it was genuine. And that just kind of added to the mythos of it. Um, But I would say this movie deserves placement because it it literally revolutionized the horror genre. I mean, we got a whole horror subgenre. It started, yeah. Based off of it, yeah. Basically started the entire whole subgenre of... 
Exactly. It, uh, yeah, I, I think the marketing, though, like you were saying, is is what makes that movie so iconic. The fact that for so long, so many people thought that it was real mm-hmm. and that was what was so terrifying about it. Exactly. I, I'm not like I'm not as in love with that movie as you guys are. But I will say that final scene where she's just standing or he's just standing in the corner. It's creepy as hell. That scared the crap out of me. The tension. It, is, the, the tension. tension and it's just like it takes you a minute to kind of figure out what your eyes are seeing. That? But especially when you realize yeah. how the directors made it. I mean, that entire movie was method acting. They just gave the actors a GPS. Yeah. They had no all they got was little notes. They would leave them notes yeah, every morning yeah. that said, don't tell everybody else what you're doing. And they just said, go to these coordinates. And they had no clue what was going to happen. And Ugh. then they they kept rationing down their food. Yeah. So like by the last day, they were only getting one like tiny little snack. So they were actually hungry. They were cold. They would leave, they, I mean, leave it, individual notes for, you know, said person and say, Move on this today. Like, start working this. It's very a, meta. It's yeah. wow. sur- It's the it's the, number, make, the making of is a survival movie in order yeah. to make a survival. It's movie. that would be an incredible movie to be the, uh, to be an actor or actress. Oh in. yeah, it's number thirty one on my all time horror movie list. Yeah, it's it's a classic. I mean, it's it, a good it, movie. It revolutionized a lot. Um, my number one. I'm actually really surprised nobody else put this on there. But my number one survival movie is Gravity. Um, oh come on, Nate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I have. I he's have, not wrong. I have my reasons no. behind this. So he's not, he's not wrong though. So number one, I mean, number one, this is one of those movies that people will, in your space survival. Well, I was gonna say, thank God, no one put gravity on their. <laughs> no, I. I have my reasons behind this. So number one, I wanted to. My goal is to try to pick movies that. No matter, you know, this is one of those movies that is gonna stick in the psyche of filmgoers. For decades, it, it was a revolutionary movie. Some of the filmmaking techniques that they used, the the impact that it had on the box office, just from buzz and word of mouth, because it was so different. It's a movie that's going to be around for a while. I promise you, thirty years from now, people will remember Gravity. It's not going to get forgotten. I feel I like remember. no one. I feel like no one even remembers it now. I remember number two. <laughs> number two. Um, I'm ignoring Dre. <laughs> I put I put this on there because next to Mad Max Fury Road, this was probably one of the top three or four best theater experiences I ever had for a movie. I saw it on IMAX, saw it with, you know, just the best sound system in town. And other than Mad Max Fury Road, no movie that I've seen in theaters has literally left me holding on to the armrest the entire movie. Like, hate it, love it, seeing it in the theater for the first time, not really knowing what you're going to expect, it was just intense. Um Okay, but does a great so this is this is a topic I always wonder about. Does an excellent movie experience and the feeling you get from watching the movie necessarily dictate whether it's a great movie or not? Because when I watch A Star Is Born, I'm gonna make myself sound pretty lame here, <laughs> but when I watch A Star Is Born, I saw it in RPX. The music and the way it was filmed, I was like, oh my god, this is like I'm at a concert, blah blah blah. Mm. But I wouldn't say it's like. The most amazing movie, but because of the experience I had while watching it, I was like, "Oh, I love that movie," but I wouldn't put it on a list of yes, this is amazing. I, I, I have a caveat for that. So I agree. I, I think you are you are correct, but I would also say that you are incorrect because I think it depends on the goal of the movie. At least for me personally, mm-hmm. meaning like a movie like Mad Max Fury Road. To me, the theater experience matters tremendously because of the type of movie it is. It's essentially one giant long car chase okay, yeah. with crazy practical effects and stunts and all of that. And when the goal is you're making a movie about one of the most 
like horrible fears imaginable when you think about the vastness of space with no gravity and you're literally just floating around up there with nobody to help you. That's like one of the most terrifying things imaginable. So for me, the theater experience was everything because without that, you don't you you have to feel what she's feeling for them to really sell the premise of the movie. But to, to say we're having an entire movie shot on green screen or blue screen. Yeah with one actress for 90% of the movie and you're just floating around in outer space for that to work you have to sell that premise but the thing but there are plenty of other movies where they don't rely on that theater experience and you still are able to be immersed in the plot feel what the actors are feeling I don't know. I just like the Robert Redford movies. If we're talking about survival movies, where he's stuck on the raft, mm-hmm. there's like no dialogue in that mm-hmm. movie. It's a great movie. Same with Castaway. But, yeah. Yeah. Same with Castaway, and that like Castaway stands the test of time. The whole movie all around is just an incredible movie. Oops. I just feel like maybe I I just wonder, and and everyone obviously loves movies for their own reasons. I just wonder if you had seen that movie not in theaters for the first time, yes. would you love it as much as I, you do yes. now? I actually I actually watched it I five days ago. I agree with you, prep- Dre. I I. I I, I watched I it to prep for the show. With yeah. you, Dre. I actually it no. W- I I, I it, it made it. It was originally not number one, mm-hmm. and it made my number one after watching it again. Yeah. Um. So I have I have little kids, so I can't crank movies like I used to. So mm-hmm. I actually put on like really good noise canceling headphones to watch it. Oh God oh. damn it! Oh, you you quiet. <laughs> You'd be surprised, no, so, isn't it? You'd be surprised. I know. I knew this was going to be like an outlandish pick, and I figured nobody else was going to agree with me. But when I'm speaking specifically about this subgenre, when you're talking about survival, the way that you really get into it is you you. For the same reason I put The Revenant as high as I did, and The Blair Witch Project is you have to be immersed in that environment. You have to experience what they're experiencing. You have to feel the fear that they have. You have to see the the bleakness of your surroundings and your chances and, and odds at survival. And if you can't do that, for me, at least for me personally, it's really hard to get into a survival movie. Mm-hmm. If I'm just like, eh, like you could just run through the woods that way, or yeah. oh, I'm sure there's a highway a mile away. Like for me, for the for this subgenre to work. You have to feel that hopelessness. So, I'm you guys. I mean, Tom, you too. You know, we have a film background, so I think part of this too is again, this is also Emmanuel Lebesky, cinematographer who did The Revenant. Mm-hmm. He won an Oscar for both these movies. Mm-hmm. I think, to me, the cinematic achievements behind this movie are a big, another big reason why I like it. I I have yet, maybe some sequences of First Man, but I've yet to see a space movie after this that felt as genuine and real. And as as accurate as this movie, at and least see, in terms of how space. And is, see, so. I remember I remember Gravity just fine. I'm not like enamored by it. It's a good movie, and I remember the movie quite well. But I'm not like rushing to go and watch it again. But that's right. I that's, was just right. right, right, right. I, so, lo- I watch so this movie at least like, once a year. I love this. See, movie. that's insane to me. But I just feel so, like it was like two and a half hours crazy. of Sandra Bullock yelling. Am I on mute? Like, no, we hear you, Tom. No, we, no, we just don't care. Um, oh. <laughs> I think Jurassic Park's insane in number one because I don't think that's a survival movie. See, I don't think, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'm criticizing my list. I don't think, gra- no, I don't ju- think no, Whisk, Whisk, Whisk. I, oh, you, Whisk, you, one he, more said, he said he watches all the it other once. Movies. He said, he said he watches it once a year and you said that's crazy. Yeah, for he him to watch it once a year, once a year is I crazy. Yeah, love that exactly. Movie. It never gets old. But for him to have it number one on his list isn't crazy. That's what I thought you were saying. Like, I watch specific movies oh, once a year for that. sure. I'm saying that for number one gravity, I okay. think that's crazy. I mean, that's my personal. That's, well, then you and, you and Nate can fight that out. 
That's I fine. was. I think I, you're a son of a bitch. I was going to say. I was going to surprise. I'm surprised none of us had Deliverance on their list. We were trying to avoid it's like backwoods daily. country rape movies. Why? Tom does that Why? every weekend. Yeah, you know what? I was actually surprised with that. That's that its you own subgenre. I'm surprised you didn't have Hush on your list. I thought for sure you were going to have Hush. She's in a house. I think that's why I didn't do it. I, yeah. I want yeah, like Whisk. I was thinking about yeah, people strangers. being in the natural elements. But Strangers is in yeah, a house. Yeah, Strangers is kind of, I mean, uh, yeah. You're I would say Hush is superior to Strangers. You're f- Get the f- now really get the fuck out of my I room. I will fight all of you guys right here now. I'll fight all of you. I'll just start Hush. swinging my arms like really like long skinny legs like propellers. Wait, like 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 a fruit cake in a windmill. Yeah, windmill, well, everyone. I'm Hush. just gonna go like this, and if you walk into it, that's fine. The, strain- <laughs> the strangers is far superior to Hush. Get out of here that with that. Good, that's a good. What was that like season two or three reference? That was, I love that name. Maybe. Simpsons. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, everybody criticizing my list. I don't even. No. Want I didn't criticize it all of anything. I had your back. I didn't criticize any of your lists. You guys had some shitty picks. <laughs> Nate, Nate is upset right now. Don't worry, Nate. Nate I brought up a star as well. I don't care. I knew nobody hey, would put Gravity at number one. You know what? To all I didn't of our listeners, your Black Bear just movie. give us. Okay, but I do. Have, <laughs> to, Nate, to, I all, do have, to all of our listeners, just give us a break. We're all in our menses. Right now, so. we're all cycling. We're, all we're obviously up. not synchronized. I, we're cycling. To, we're synch- synchro cycle. cycling right now. Yeah. Okay, I do have to say this though. As far <laughs> as MFFs space, wouldn't do this to each other. That's Mency friends. Let's go. What are you saying, Dre? <laughs> I just have to say, since we like to talk about facts on the show, as far as space accuracies, ironically, not ironically, but I guess surprisingly, based on like NASA scientists, the most accurate depiction of space and like a black hole was actually Interstellar. Yep, it was. <laughs> I, Here's the thing. You guys are going to rip on me. I really liked Interstellar. No, Every portion I want to rip on you for sure. I didn't hate Interstellar. Now you're getting too defensive, Nate. I didn't hate Interstellar. I didn't. I enjoyed oh. Interstellar more good. than Gravity. Everybody's saying I'm crazy I, yeah, you know for what? my opinion. Yeah, Tom, I, I enjoyed Interstellar more than Gravity. I Nate, would agree Nate's with that. Nate's a sci-fi That's geek at heart. I really am. Yeah, He's a sci-fi and horror geek at heart. Getting very possessive of his Sandra Bullock movies. I realize we're going to get so judgy. I mean, I could just go on and say Event Horizon, right. and we oh, just keep going. No, I don't like Event Horizon. What? It's, Event Horizon's oh, awesome. Oh, we're going to fight now. Get my windmill out. Actually, that movie's <laughs> good no, and great. Event Horizon, Event Horizon was supposed to have a creature it. in it. We're going to do a um, space movie Anderson, battle he's like, down. There's no way that. I'm going to do this movie if there's a creature in it, because he said because he said Alien is the best creature space movie of all time. So Wait, Tom, you cut out. What did you say? We'll do a... I said we're gonna do a space movie battle. That's it. Well, that's oh, our next Jesus episode. Christ. We'll do yeah. we'll do an episode where we that's do like good. space well, movies. Well, I'm Empire done. Strikes Back takes all for a space movie. So. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick that week. No. <laughs> all right, everybody. Star Wars movies. So do do we have? I I don't. This is gonna take like another hour. I think if we're gonna try to condense these down and make a top five, should we just no? Be no, we don't on? need to make a top yeah. five. It's such a broad. There's just so many options. Okay, Gravity's at number everybody one. Everybody go watch oh, all of these movies. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Gravity's at number one. Oh and then uh, Dre's Black Bear movie is at number two. Thank you. I'll take uh, that. All right. So we have reached the point of the show where we have attempted to be normal and everybody has judged me. Uh, so we are now <laughs> going to do what we <laughs> do. do that anyway. And yeah, you guys judge me constantly. It's like every day. So we're going to get a little bit weird. So now that we have broken down the best of the best for this quirky little subgenre, we are going to share some of our own ideas for survival movies. So we'll go around the group real quick. Everybody's going to share <laughs> their movie, a quick synopsis, uh, maybe who you would cast and what the characters are trying to, quote unquote, survive. Oh, okay. All Sound right. good? Yeah. Sure. All right. We'll start with you, Joy. 
Dway. 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 Is that a typo? I put a W in here, sorry. Dray, you guys got me all flustered now. Okay. Ganging up on me, making me defend my pick. I didn't gang up on you. I'm not talking to you, I'm looking at Dre and Tom. Okay. Okay, my movie's called I'm Baby, a millennial's fight for survival. Jesus Christ. Shut up. <laughs> Set in modern-day Bushwick, resident king douche Miles Teller plays Asher Rhodes, a 24-year-old antique spyglass salesman who's trying to desperately make it through the struggles of his everyday life. It all starts when his Instagram gets shut down and things quickly begin to spiral out of control. Hardships ensue, such as running out of his homebrewed kombucha, finding out the Whole Foods and Urban Outfitters on his block have been temporarily shut down due to gentrification, and that someone has stolen his prized collections of vinyl records and Wes Anderson films. The final blow comes when he he loses his tickets to that night's arcade arcade fire concert and must go on a harrowing adventure to track them down. Dying of thirst and looking ragged, he didn't have time to use his mustache wax amidst all the chaos, he cycles his way across Brooklyn searching for his tickets. Will Asher find the tickets in time? Will he ever really need a prescription for the glasses he's wearing? And my God, will he be able to throw on his beanie in this balmy summer night and enjoy the lit sounds of Arcade Fire Live? Is this Nate? <laughs> Find out next Jeez. time on Bullshit Podcast. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That was good. I like that. That was really good. I'd watch it. I'd be angry the whole time, but I'd watch it. <laughs> I like Miles Smeller. It's, it's still no gravity. <laughs> All right, Jesus Tom, Christ. what's your pick? It's actually the same cinematographer. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Emmanuel right, Lebeski, I'm in. Nate, five stars. My, yep. I have a movie starring Anne Hathaway, Amy Schimmer, and Tobey Maguire. Oh, Jesus oh, Lord. <laughs> right. You did this on purpose. It's so just called Punch with an exclamation <laughs> Excuse point. Excuse me while I go vomit. <laughs> they yeah. s- they're starring in an epic survival of the fittest competition called Two. The end. The biggest loser. <laughs> it takes place during a session of Survivor. Essentially, it's a uh, you know they put castaways on an island and it's a competition show. Sure, sure, sure. And <laughs> they uh, are on this island, and unfortunately, a tsunami comes and hits. These three manies are out on a makeshift raft fishing while this happens they get swept out to sea they end up spending a few days at sea not long and they immediately land on an island but it's not an uninhabited island it's actually the island of fiji it's it's kind of a comedy but they 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 think that these are natives already lost track and they don't and they're and they're 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 talking to these people as if they these people aren't understanding their english but clearly they are and they're just acting like everyone's uh, savages. So uh, they just start, you know, wreaking havoc on this island. And, uh, <laughs> Christ, Tom. It's just like normal people in 2019. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it, it kind of, I kind of thought it would be fun. Is the title called but Dumb I, Americans? <laughs> no, it's called To The End. Oh, okay. Because right. you get money if you watch the whole thing to the end? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> All okay. right. Nice. Nice, Tom. Nice. Thanks, buddy. All right. You're welcome. So I suppose it's my turn. Sorry, it's no gravity, Nate. It's definitely not. <laughs> None of these are. <laughs> so Swing and misses. My survival movie, I don't... I just blend movies. It's what I want to see. It's what I like. So these are things I think of. Don't, so you're a big fan of Blended with Adam Sandler? Don't judge me. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> just fucking leave. It's also, it's step also step. no gravity. My movie is called Thin Mints and Machine Guns. <laughs> so the movie I chose to make is rather simple. 
much like my brain. And I want to see the cast <laughs> and setting of The Predator, like I had referenced earlier. However, instead of a trophy collecting alien, it's the cast of Troop Beverly Hills starring, <laughs> oh, yes. starring Shelley Long. Yes, Shelley Long. <laughs> So Dutch and his crew have landed in the jungle to evac Troop Beverly Hills, but things go awry when the girls comedically and accidentally start sabotaging the rescue. Oh, my God. I.e. spilling fruit punch on the radio, Girl Scout cookie crumbs in the barrels of the guns, you know, that old chestnut. (laughs) (laughs) So things spiral out of control as Dutch and the crew begin hunting the troop, but the girls prove harder to kill than it seems. Nice. I'd watch it. Thin I'd Mince watch and that. Machine Gun. Oh my God! Sign me up. Does yes. Carl Nate, Weathers still it lose his arm? It's the whole cast. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna lose. Yeah. He's got to lose the arm. How? I don't know. Are they like trying to get like some sort of badge and they just maybe? Dic- sure. Okay. I mean, we can write the script and just do a fake commercial for it and just get over get it over with. Yeah. But I'd watch it. It sounds good, man. Thin Mints and Machine Guns. Who wouldn't see that? Well, Makes me hungry. Just on the, see. Said the fat girl. <laughs> <laughs> I also decided some to go a little balls short, to right? the wall and pitch. A genre mashup survival flick. Thank you. So Mashups my, are the best. My movies, it's kind of like the illegitimate love child of 50 First Dates, Castaway, and The Revenant. And it's called Rack, R-A-C, short for raccoon. You'll find out in a minute. So a Boy Scout troop leader, <laughs> Wilhelm Rollins, played by Casey Affleck, takes a break nice. from a fun-filled game of wooded dodgeball, that's dodgeball played in the woods, to go take a leak. But he has an <laughs> encounter with the local woodland wildlife and falls into a ravine. Left with a blood-stained red dodgeball, a broken compass, and amnesia, he must fight for survival and make his way back to Camp Wenatonga. However, the amnesia causes him to forget his new friend, Roderick the Dodgeball. So each morning when he wakes up, he is once again forced to reconnect and rekindle the friendship with Roderick. The stakes increase dramatically as a group of rabid raccoons terrorize Wilhelm, that's why it's called Rack, hoping to infect him with rabies so he can join their ragtag group. I forgot this is also a little bit of 28 Days Later in it, too. So that's it. It's and 50 First Dates. And the Revenant and 20, Castaway. Twenty eight racks later. So it's yeah, he's like making friends with a dodgeball where raccoons are trying to like give him uh, I, I it's like delightful. It. I yeah. I would love to see this. It's delightful. I'd watch it. Still not better than gravity. All right, everybody. <laughs> we're gonna take our second break and when we come back, we are gonna find out if Tom watched funny games and then it is time to play a little bullshit. I think games. he watched it. He did watch it, didn't he? We'll find out in a oh, minute. Oh, you watched we'll it. How to Pants Drop with Jason Stifen. Whiskey on the rocks. Oh, hi. This is Jason Stifum, my loves. You know my friend over there would like your number, so he knows where to get a hold of me in the morning. I can do it with my legs. You can't even do it with your armpit. Yeah, I do it with you my ball really sack. Sw- you must have really sweaty you joints. You can do it with your ball sack. That'd be amazing. <laughs> no, you just what like do you mean jangle it them together. No, you just. It's All right, guys, butt we're back. <laughs> Tom, that's enough. No more butt suction. All right, Tom. So we've reached a good point in our movie watching relationship, and we are on a new streak. Okay. So don't screw this up. Okay. So Dre pulled a pretty disturbing movie out of her ass last week, which makes me a little bit nervous. <laughs> You're that, welcome. That you might have, out of her ass. Yeah. That you might have chickened out. She's well, a veteran. Kind of, She's a veteran. You. She knows her shit. So Tom, <laughs> did you or did you not watch the 2008 version of Michael Haneke's Funny Games? I'm going to say yes. He watched it. I hope yes. Yeah. He watched uh, it. Yeah, it was okay. It was meh. 
<laughs> you watched it? Yeah, I give it. I'm just glad you watched it. Hey, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't care if you liked it or not. I'm just happy you watched exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a win in my book. I'd give it like three out of five eggs. That's it. Oh, yeah, and he put in the egg reference. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, he at least watched like the first 12 minutes. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Reference. So real quick, man, I know we're running a little bit short on time for this episode. What, oh, you want more? You know, oh, that didn't appease Just you. a smidge it's more. Oh, you hated it. I know, he hated oh, it. What would, you, would, you, would you rather me say? That you should all go fuck yourselves in your assholes with a Callaway nine iron? You sick sadist? Sure. Yes, exactly. Fucking yes, sure. Devin Sawa being a part of this sick art house flick? God damn. Oh my Devin God. Sawa wasn't in this. That's Devin Sawa. It wasn't Michael Devin Pitt. Oh. It's Michael Pitt, man. Close, Whatever. close. Dre, but seriously, no, Dre. <laughs> Whatever. Dre, anyway. No, for real, Dre, how could you have a problem, like, for years of, oh, I don't want to watch John Wick because of the dog getting killed, but you drool over this fucking smut? Christ. Oh, oh you call hey. it smut. No, no, oh you're, making, you're making whisker angry now. No. I don't know. Just like, let, let's, I love this. Hey, let's, love this let's movie. be a. It's all about the ending for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, all yeah. About let's the let's be me. a pretentious. The shock of that. Let's be a pretentious filmmaker and hold on shots for an unnecessarily long time. Mm. Christ. <laughs> Hey, Michael hey, Haneke hey, is pretentious. Hey. You did watch oh, it. Hey. No, no, no. Seriously, I, I let's break the fourth wall I, yeah. and talk to the audience. See, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like, kidding, let's like let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. And but I, it's I swear, still no I swear, gravity. I swear, this movie like there were so many shots that were held on for so long that the they they made a bet behind the scenes the very first time this movie was made, and they were like, "Hey, how long do you think people are going to sit on a stationary shot?" It's like the opposite of Michael Bay. Michael Bay sure. can't hold a shot for more but than three the, seconds. No, but then it gets then the Michael Haneke is but, like. But if for every like you guys 50. you guys mentioned this before, like I had a problem trying to figure out which movie this was because it happened ten years before. The same fucking director made the exact yeah. same movie shot for shot mm-hmm. with just different actors. Yeah. I swear again, this movie got meta, and he was like, "Hey." You want to bet I can get people to watch the same movie again? Different yeah. <laughs> got pretty me. much. Yeah, pretty much. Got me. Yeah. And he didn't give a fuck, and it still worked out. No. So. Fuck that movie. I, it, well, yeah. right, so, wait, did you say three eggs or still, three nine he gave, No, he still gave it three out of five eggs. I gave it three okay. out of five eggs. I, no, it's, so it's, it's not bad. It's not, it's not great. It's just so it's mediocre. Yeah, it's a mediocre movie. Mediocre for you. Okay. All right. Just appreciate the effort. Tom. I'm, yeah, I'm happy you watched it. Shit. Yeah. Well, who's up on the next pick? Is that we're going around the horn? It's up on you, Whisk, right? Oh Jesus Christ! We got to give him something. Wait, for next there week. was something in chat that he said that he hadn't seen. Oh my God! Just give me something good. No, it's not. No, it's not a horror. Why do we flick. give him one of these survival movies? Are there any of these he hasn't? Yeah, seen? I haven't seen any of them. I, so that was the one thing I didn't mention. Is you guys are naming all these survival movies? Ooh, bad I realized I hadn't seen many of. Have survival. you seen the Have you seen the Revenant? With Leonardo I, I did. Oh, yeah. Have you? I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Have you... Obviously, you've seen Predator. Have you seen The Running Man? No. You've never seen The Running Man? with a classic with, Arnold. There we go. No. Watch and the, and watch a bunch the, of wrestlers. Watch The Running Man. It's kind of like... Uh, it's a survival movie, but it has kind of these, like, dirty, grimy, like, post-apocalyptic undertones cool. it's kind of it. like bullshit games but more violent yeah 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 that's a good way Speaking to look at which, it no, i'll throw that on the list i'll watch the running man i've been I, people have been talking about that for years for me it's to based see. off a stephen king yeah. novel too plus it's a I'll bunch it of bulked bulked up dudes and yeah. fucking onesie spandex so yeah, it's super 80s <laughs> right it's up your alley right up my yeah. alley oh, is, there yeah, skiing? is there skiing in this movie no. I, actually kind of there's a yeah. scene he's skating oh yeah there's right. a scene yeah yeah yeah. just rub some butter all over your skin and press play anything that makes the nips hard i'm there uh, I was trying to remember. Yeah, there's ice skating in it's this. It's got uh, Jess- Jesse Ventura and Arnold, just like in Predator. Mm. So you'd be good. To, you'll be good to go. It's essentially Two a sequel to Predator. I like it. 
Yeah. It's a prequel to Predator. Yeah. There it's you before go. they met. It's before they became buddies. Yeah. Well, one of them had. Before, no, I don't want to spoil they, it. All right. So, Tom, you're going to watch a Running Man. Done. We'll check in next week, correct? Correct. All right, idiots. Guess what? What? It's game time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yay. <Is> foghorn? <laughs> foghorn like going. I say, I say. And now, the game show that will make you dumber. This is. Bullshit Day! All right, everybody. So we dropped this game back on episode 15 during our Fantabulous Guns episode. But Dre was not here to partake in the fun. So today we are bringing back a little game called Six Degrees of Bullshit. And Tom, once again, this has nothing to do with the weather, thermostats, or coordinates. (laughs) So here's how the game works. Fucking bow out now. So... If you guys are listening for the first time, we kick the game off with either a movie title or the name of an actor. The next person then has to link to either the title or the actor with the opposite item. So, for example, if Tom... Why is everybody giggling? Am I missing something? I'm just laughing because Tom's laughing. I'm laughing. I, I was laughing because you were laughing. Well, what the hell is going on? I don't know. I don't know. Right. I just I was laughing at him. I don't know <laughs> what idiots. You guys done? Let's do this. All right. So Tom, <laughs> if you choose Chris Hemsworth, Dre must link to Chris by naming a movie that he was in. Then the next person would then need to link to that movie with another actor. I think this makes perfect clear sense. But you two giggling idiots <laughs> have me worried. You guys I remember? Inf- I invented this game. Okay. Awesome. I'm All also right. very intoxicated. So the round ends when we reach an impasse where we just either run out of actors or movies or we just dick around too long and the clock runs out. So each person will have 20 seconds to come up with their pick. I feel like that's too much time. That's too much time. Well, we, do 10 seconds. All right, we'll do, <laughs> all right, we'll do 10 seconds. We are running low on time. I so, like how Tom backed me up immediately. <laughs> did, you, did you guys just become best friends? Yeah. Right. yeah whoever, whoever wins, you guys can go do karate in the garage with each other. Maybe. All right, so each person will then have 10 seconds to come up with their pick, and if they run out of time, the round will end. Most points at the end of three rounds will be declared the winner, but as usual, the points don't matter, and we're all losers. I'm still saying, man, we need to make a prize out and of this. And we do not have time for a head-to-head sudden death round, so somebody please win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what happens. Make it a clear win. winner. Go, all right, go, so, go, since, go, go. So since Dre wasn't here last time, we'll let her go first. So Dre, you can pick either an actor or a movie, and then Tom, you link to her gotcha. with the opposite. Okay. Ready, go. I get to go third this uh, time. Brad Pitt. So. Uh, Fight Club. Um, Meatloaf. No, you got to name an actor. He did. I did. <laughs> oh. It's not, it's not a, that's not the name of a movie. What the hell other movies has he been in? <laughs> it sounds like a... It's like a tits Bob. It's like I don't a know gay what porn. In. That Thanksgiving commercial? You seen that triple X gay porn movie, Meatloaf? <laughs> you seriously gave me Meatloaf? <laughs> yeah, I gave you Meatloaf. Come on, you could do. I'm scrolling the annals of IMDb in my brain. Ten, seven, six, (laughs) five, four, three. Did I stump you already? One. Are you naming a meatloaf? That's one of those masters of horror Showtime (laughs) movies, though. All right, Um, let's get to point. No, there is another Meatloaf movie. Helps was a Masters of Horror, right? And it was, yeah, yeah. There's another Meatloaf movie on the top of my tongue. Yeah, it doesn't count. I think that right. was Takashi Miike, too. So what does that mean? Does that mean I, I start? Yeah, Pelts was Miike. Uh, yeah, you can start. That's fine. I don't give a shit. It's my house, man. I can do what I want. 
Jeff Jeff Goldblum. Ooh, oh. Ooh, the fly. Who's he at? There he is. What's up, guy? You just stumped Tom. He has no clue who else is in the fly. That's right, baby. Oh. I, you, I'll I'm, give you I'm, a hint. She has a terrible tooth to gum ratio. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'm stumped. All right, <laughs> okay. point goes Dre. Le- no, League of Their Own. League of Their Own. That's, she was in that. No, I name, still don't. Rosie O'Donnell? She's an actress. <laughs> or an actor, right? Actress. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, no. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. This nope. is the shortest game ever. <laughs> that was Gina Davis, right? Yeah, yeah. Gina. All right, so Dre gets a point. All right, Tom, you're, you're kicking I it off. I thought Whisk movie. went after fuck. All right. Uh, Whisk went after fuck. <laughs> Whisk went after fuck. I don't know a movie that's been Story in. of my life. Uh, um, um, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> so Ooh. the example oh, we gave we at the go. beginning is your pick. Excellent. Perfect. Creative well, time. I'm going to go Thor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go Thor. Uh, Natalie Portman. Oh, Black Swan. Uh, Mila Kunis. Ooh, good call. It's easy, man. Yeah, Five, I don't want to say. I don't want to say forgetting Sarah. Three. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I didn't want to use that though. We used it in the last uh, game. I think. Jason Siegel. Oh, uh, I love you, man. Uh, Paul Rudd. I love you too. <laughs> Thanks, Trey. Love you all. You said Raul Pud. Yes. Raul Pud. This happened to us last time we played. I think Paul Rudd to you, and then you stumped <laughs> the same effing movie. No, I, I stumped somebody with Whoopi Goldberg, I thought. I'm going to go, uh, eh, I don't want to lean. I could be a total dick and lean just end in this with. game right now. Lean in. Just do it. Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, my God. Daniel Harris. No, she's not in it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what Don- I'm saying. Donald Pleasance. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> Never mind. Who? Yeah, Nate, all right. I forgot he was uh, in that, actually. I, I rebuttal with gravity? <laughs> Donald Pleasance? Yeah, he's the moon. Yeah. <laughs> he, plays, he played the International he Space plays Station. Saturn's rings? Yeah, he had a mocap suit on. He played the space station. <laughs> oh, shit. You I can name any it. of the other Halloween movies that he was in. And then Tom's fucked. Uh- Halloween H2O? <laughs> no, he's not in that. <laughs> you could do Halloween, Halloween so 2. My goal, of getting a, my goal of getting a point backfired and Nate wins? <laughs> Is that what happened? Yes. I, yes. All right. All right, we got to do a tiebreaker. All right, tiebreaker. Real quick. All right. Um, Where did they go? Where did they go? Here we go. Uh, Josh Hartnett. No, Nate won. So oh, she starts. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, yeah, Dre starts. Oh. Left of the winner. You could also Always use starts. Josh Hartnett. Please don't use Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah, Josh Hartnett. That's bullshit. He's a heartthrob. <laughs> Major right. heartthrob. Josh heart. Hartnett to you, Tom. He's a heartnut. Oh fuck. There's a lot of movies. Come on, Tom. One of the best vampire movies. Whisk actually already named one. Um. <laughs> one of the best war movies. Put your IMDb movie. IMDb down. Now. Not one Check of the best. Put it down. Put it down right now, Tom. Tom. <laughs> I just watched that the other Tom, day. Tom, I know you can hear me. Put it down. Crazy beautiful. What? Huh? No. Is that what? The, is that Adrian Grenier? Yes, it is. It's sad that I know that. <laughs> I don't even know what movie that is. AKA Vinny Chase, Michelle, uh, the Joan Hart chick, and Adrian that's Grenier. you drive me crazy. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess you know the point goes. I, to I, just I, kidding. I don't know what you guys I are talking about. One. Wait, 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 <laughs> Tom, you're out of time, buddy. What do you got? I I nothing. S- no, so Dre won. Dre won. Thanks, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Come back next Tom, week. you couldn't go with Black Hawk Down, Thirty Days a Night, Come Halloween H two O, Pearl Harbor, 
40 days and 40 nights. Hold on. There's a lot. The only one of those that <laughs> the I- faculty. The faculty. Hold on. The only Ooh. one that I've seen Love of all those was 40 days movie. and 40 nights. And I couldn't I'm not surprised. Of course it is I'm the only one surprised. that you've seen. <laughs> what, what is it? I saw is the it, rom-com, guys. Isn't that Shannon Sossman? We could have gotten yeah. Shannon no. Sossman you know what and Night's liked? Tale, Heath Ledger, Dark Knight, and, you know what uh, I, Wendy and Peppercorn I was in it. You know what I really liked? Wendy Peppercorn was in it. You know what I really liked about that movie? was Was the cut the cut back and forth that they had when he came and they had the washing machine explode open that was amazing <laughs> that's cinema to tom yeah that's uh tom's top 10 <laughs> all right everybody that is it for this week that was six degrees of bullshit uh didn't go as well as we had <laughs> hoped but dre wins in her first time playing so Woo-hoo! tune in next week we will have a brand new episode for everybody next thursday morning as always please remember this show is completely grassroots. This is all us. We spend a lot of time, a lot of effort coming up with all this shit for you guys to probably hate. Yes, yeah, there's lots of CGI. But yeah, please remember, share with your friends, drop a review wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bullshit Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Bullshit Pod. We also have a website. We are high tech at evenmorebullshit.com. Bye, Shiko. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next week. It is by Shiko. See ya. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah, Marley Shelton. Yeah. That's, that's Wendy Puffer. The one that plays the girlfriend. Thank you for listening to the Bullshit Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bullshit Podcast. And for more nonsense, visit evenmorebullshit.com. You're not taking any chances. No, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm getting I'm getting snipped and that's the end of that. I don't like to pull out.